As announced in our last episode, in this session, we are going to study God's common grace. Common grace relates to God's beneficence and benevolence toward men, whether they are believers or unbelievers. A general revelation of God's common grace is found in the blessings the Lord bestows upon all men and in all that he does to sustain them, fallen as they may be. Already when the Lord completed the creation, he blessed men so that they could reproduce and fill the earth, and he also gave them dominion over all of the living creatures that populate the earth, the sea, and the air. Thus declares the Lord in Genesis 1 verse 28, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Verse 29 to 30, the Lord said to man, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food, and to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food, and it was so. In the past, the Lord destroyed the inhabitants of the earth because of their wickedness, sparing the life of only eight people. However, it must be noted that it has never been the will of God to utterly destroy the human race and that, and that if the Lord sent the flood in antiquity, it was also not for the purpose of ending human depravity. For we all have inherited sin from our first parent, Adam, which means that Noah and the seven members of his family, whose lives God has spared, were also sinners. God sent the flood to destroy those who had refused to give up their evil ways to follow him, those who had rejected his grace. As sinners, Noah and his family also deserved death. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, Genesis 6 verse 8, because he walked with God. And as a result of his grace, when the Lord decreed the end of all flesh, he protected Noah and his household from the deluge by sheltering them in an ark. It is written, By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. 
By this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Hebrews 11 verse 7 By the grace of God, Noah and his family were saved. We must thus see here the will of the Lord to preserve his creation. Although we are all sinners, God grants us his grace. It's therefore important to note that the only explanation for the ongoing existence of man is the grace of God. Wickedness dominates the heart of man, but the grace of God abounds. Were it not for the grace of God, no life would have been spared because God is holy and righteous. His eyes are too pure to look at evil. If he were to judge every one of us and execute judgment on us right away, no one will be alive today. But the Lord graciously continues to preserve his creation. He continues to preserve the life of men regardless of their deeds. However, it must be noted that the grace of God does not negate his wrath against the sons of disobedience. The grace of God does not preclude his justice because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Acts 17 verse 31 So the day is coming when the Lord will judge those who refuse to worship him. Those who refuse to repent of their sins and believe in Christ the Savior. On that day, Anyone who rejects the grace of God will be destroyed just like those in the day of Noah. God is the giver and the sustainer of all life. He provides for all living creatures, that is, the entire creation depends on Him alone to continue to exist. When the Lord destroyed the ancient world because of human depravity, after the flood, he promised to preserve his creation. The Lord thus declares in Genesis 8, verse 21 to 22, Never again will I put the earth under a curse because of what people do. I know that from the time they are young, their thoughts are evil. Never again would I destroy all living beings as I have done this time. As long as the world exists, there will be a time for planting and a time for harvest. There will always be cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. From our youth, our thoughts are evil. If the law were to pronounce and execute judgment on us now, none of us will be spared. We will be cut off from all the privileges 
the Lord bestows upon us. But as the Lord has promised, we are continuously sustained by his gracious provision. Although the Lord is under no obligation to provide for our needs or to keep us alive, he makes his sun to shine on all mankind regardless of their ways. Whether they conform to his will or not, God allows all people to continue to live by giving them good weather, by providing for their needs, by healing them when they are sick, not because they deserve to be healed or fed or cared for, but because God is gracious. However, it must be noted that this form of grace does not bring salvation. Its purpose is to preserve and sustain God's creation. This means that those who do not turn away from their sins and seek forgiveness in Christ will be condemned. Anyone who continues to live in disobedience and refuses to worship the Lord will succumb to his wrath on the day of judgment. The Lord will come with fire and with his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire and by his sword, the Lord will judge all flesh, and the slain of the Lord shall be many. Isaiah 66, verse 15 to 16. Thus declares the Lord in John 12, verse 48. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. What characterizes God's common grace is that it does not discriminate whether we are children of God or not. It's universal. That is to say, it is granted to all people regardless of their sinfulness. Good and evil people alike are recipients of God's common grace. God in his providence cares for the just and the unjust. He blesses both the wicked and the righteous. Matthew 5 verse 45 reads, He makes his son rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. If the law were to treat us according to our wrongdoings, no one will survive. All of us will be destroyed. But the law's grace is abundant and infinite. As the psalmist says, the Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look expectantly to you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. Psalms 145 verse 14 to 16. God does not slumber or sleep. Day and night 
He protects, provides, and cares for all people, good and wicked alike, regardless of what each one has done. The Lord is the helper, the protector, the sustainer, and the preserver of all that he made. Unlike the gods of this world, who are lifeless and of no help at all to those who worship them, the Lord is the living God, the one true God. He is omnipresent, omniscient, and omnipotent, and He alone sustains the entire creation. The Lord provides to each member of His creation all they need to remain alive. He mercifully and graciously meets all our needs. Also, our prosperity depends wholly on Him. We cannot earn a living on our own. It is the Lord who gives us the strength and the seeds to sow, and He sends rain to water the soil so that the seeds can grow and bear fruit. Our labor would be a vain pursuit without the grace of God. The psalmist hit the nail right on the head when he writes, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Psalms 127 verse 1 Man's endeavor to sustain himself is inadequate and inefficient without God's intervention. Without God's sovereign grace, His sustenance, care, protection, and provision, our efforts would be worthless. Through signs and wonders, God reveals His grace to the sons of men. He sustains us daily, blesses us with wisdom and understanding, and gives us the strength and the skills we need to carry out our daily activities. When we fall sick, the Lord heals us. He alone defends the oppressed and comforts those who mourn. With the strength we receive from God, we plant seeds, but He waters them and makes them grow. We can do nothing without the Lord our God. Psalms 147 verse 8 reads, He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares rain for the earth. He makes grass grow on the hills. The Lord graciously sustains every living creature. He gives food to all the living creatures that populate the earth, the seas, and the sky. God is inherently gracious, and His grace is manifest in all He does. However, the greatest revelation of God's grace happened at the cross for redemptive purposes. In our next session, we are going to study God's redemptive grace. Stay tuned.